Hello and welcome to Facing Death and then Living Your Life podcast. We could say that many of us, if not all, have faced a form of death. It could be a physical threat or an emotional one. This podcast is about life, death, and what can happen in between. And my name is Andrea. So I'm recording this episode on September 18th. I realized that tomorrow, September 18th, is kind of another anniversary that I have. If you have listened to two episodes ago, when I redefined the podcast, I did it mostly on the day that it was the anniversary where I felt I became a breast cancer survivor. And this, yeah, on September 19th, was when I actually had this double mastectomy surgery where they removed my breasts and my nipples. So yeah, I just wanted to share that information in this episode. Also, before I dip into what I want to talk about or share today, I just want to remind you that I'm not an expert. I'm not a life coach. I'm just, I just want to share my journey, get a different perspective, Sometimes this also helps myself to question my own way of how I see things. And I just want to share them with you. Feel free to test anything on your own. But I hope you listen to this episode with an open heart and an open mind, a willing heart. And yeah, so... Going back to, yeah, like when I was thinking about this episode, realizing that it's going to be, I, I wasn't sure when was that, the date of that surgery, but I started remembering that that surgery was postponed, I think, two times. The first time it was postponed because I have a heart condition, very minor, and for any surgery or you know, special treatments, I need to go to the cardiologist for them to give me a go-ahead. And the first for the first surgery, that appointment didn't happen before then, so it got to be postponed. And the second time was because back then I was living in Orlando and there's a hurricane season. And there was a hurricane that was going to pass through Orlando, Hurricane Irma, if I remember correctly. And yeah, my second, my, my surgery needed to be postponed because it was on that week and things don't go back to normal. It, Orlando was a little bit more affected that, that year with that hurricane. And I remember sleeping in the closet with my husband, letting, you know, it was my first time experiencing that. And it was very, it was a very interesting experience. And this kind of thinking about this just rem came up with this theme for for this episode about going with the flow. There are many things that we are not able to control. For example, yeah, like my surgery got postponed because the hurricane was happening and I couldn't, you know, fight with nature. So I needed to be flexible and accept. And remembering right now that as I was laying in the in 
in the closet on the floor, hearing the hurricane pass by, kind of like that different perspective. I couldn't do anything. The tumor, the cancer was still inside my body. All I could do was patient, be patient, and let it pass, which sometimes is going with the flow. It's not easy sometimes. And as part of the recovery, when you have these kind of surgeries, there are some drains that come on the side of your body. There's these tubes that at the end end in this like little, I don't know, container where, you know, all these, you know, blood or I don't know what other things come out. They needed to be clean and, you know, every so often they needed to be empty. And my husband, with all his love and patience, was the one who had to do that for me because I couldn't move my arms. And around the third day or something, he was, we were noticing that in one of the sides, the left side, there was not coming that, that much liquid compared to the right one. And my husband happened to call the, at that time he called was the plastic surgeon, because those were the ones who at the end gave me the painkillers that I needed and the ones that eventually I was going to have to see first for revisions and all that stuff. And when he mentioned that, because he first called because he thought that I was going to run out of painkillers and I was, it was going to be the weekend coming and it was not going to be nice for my body. But he also happened to mention and they were like, okay, we have to go right away to go see them because that was not normal. I remember initially one of my first reactions was like I was kind of angry at him, my God, because he asked the doctor or the person who pick up without asking me first that he was going to do that. And I remember feeling very frustrated because at that moment, and this is something that not only breast cancers uh, survivors, older people who have any medical condition feel like we're losing control. We're losing control of our body. And if someone else starts making decisions for us without asking us, it's basically not nice. It didn't feel good. I was, I got angry at him, even though it was very, you know, a good idea that we had to go because one of the tubes, yeah, had a kink in it, so it was bended, so that's why it was blocking what needed to be drained, and it, it was probably dangerous if we wouldn't have gone to have it checked out. So this episode is also like kind of like a reminder for us to accept when others make decisions for us, but in a way, no, sorry, accept or respect the other basically like I know as a caregiver you worried and you wanna you know make you know the best decisions for the other ones but if the if the patient is still have you know mental you know mental is okay and they can talk and right don't make decisions for them but then you know consult with the other person with the patient what they want to do you know it because it's no one likes when other people make decisions for us without asking first. So we have to be kind of in both shoes. But when it does happen, going with the flow in the sense, okay, like 
don't react with anger, understand that they did it out of love, but also make yourself remind them that, you know, consult first before they do this decision. Anyways, it was an interesting experience. Uh, this going with the flow of the surgeries is just going with the flow of life from a place of not wanting to be attached all the time to specific situations, to ourselves, to people, to things. Going with the flow can help us face news or test results that might be not be desirable. It can help us to face them from a better place in our heart. But what does it mean to go with the flow? I'm pretty sure you can do a lot of research online and I ask, you know, invite you to ask yourself that question. In my case today, going with the flow is taking one day at a time. Yes, I might have an idea of how I want my day to go, but I have to learn let, let go of that control with flow of how things present as my day goes without wanting to have everything control every minute at any moment. So just please, for me, it's part of that being flexible. And it has benefits, the going with the flow. They say, or the research shows, or my research shows that it can help reduce stress, improve happiness, but also improve our relationship with others and also relationship with ourselves. And I found a list, I made up a list of tips that I invite you, you know, research on your own, of things that you can practice or start in implementing in your life to be a little bit more going with the flow mentality. For example, practice mindfulness, let go of control, like accepting and change imperfections, be open to change, trust the process, practice gratitude. In this specific tip, what I do is I do have like a little notebook. Sometimes it's next to my bed or sometimes it's next to my side of the couch. And at the end of the day, usually after 9 p.m., I take a time and I just write about my day, not just what happened, but also try to put a little bit of what things I was grateful for that day. But there are times that I'm tired and I don't feel like writing, but I push myself to at least write three things that I'm grateful for that day. That helps me to be with this going with the flow. Another tip that I found is realizing that you can't control anything. Uh, and I continue reading these steps, uh, become aware, get perspective, uh, have a breathing practice. Remembering, you know, these baby steps when you're doing something that you feel that you want getting you anxious, just breaking down in steps, like one step at a time. Laugh, laugh and also practice the detachment. Keep a journal. I think, or realizing that you can't control others, no matter how hard you try. 
And sometimes even if you think it's, it's working, it's really not working. Enjoy life as a flow of change, chaos, and beauty. And the last one, because this is something that I know I share in other episodes, meditation helps with going with the flow of life. But not, oh no, meditation doesn't have to be, you know, listen to an audio, laying down, you know, or sitting comfortably. There are other ways to meditate. One of them is if you have the opportunity to walk at a park, you can walk very slowly without any listening, without any listening to music or anything, just being aware, walking slowly, one step at a time, and be present in that process of walking is a meditation practice. But you can also just have a cup of tea, sitting down, looking through the window, just being present about drinking that cup of tea. Because sometimes this can help you distress what has been happening on your day or at that moment. It can give you a little bit of time to examine to examine yourself without judgment. And yeah, I think that was basically covers it. I don't think I've shared this part before, but I have, I think the reason why sometimes it took me a while to record these episodes is because I have other ideas for other things that I want to record, but I haven't or I, I got too overwhelmed because I didn't know how to share it. Some of these are, I'm recording meditations, and another thing is that I'm recording, because in the mornings I write to God, and I'm starting to record little things, or little sections of these things that I write to God. So I'm creating all these different podcasts, and I'm very aware that not everybody is going to be interested about everything that I do. And so there's, I have the different podcasts, but I don't want to have different social media or create different podcasts. And knowing that I'm doing also this in Spanish as well, so it's like too many social media. I don't do social media very often. It's a little bit challenging for me to share because I want to share things that actually have meaning. And uh, so I created, recently, this idea came to me of how I, what social media name I can have that covers all of this, where I can share, and then you can choose what you want to listen to. And it's called Trans, Trans, Transcend Plaza. So that's how can you can find me again is T-R-A-N, S as in Sam, C as in Charlie, E-N-D, D as in David, Plaza. That's how you can find me now on Facebook and Instagram. If you feel, you can follow me. And in there, I'm going to, you know, when I have new episodes, I'm going to post them there so you can see and listen to what you want. It, I think I've little bit gotten a little bit better in recording all of these things that I want to share to help myself, to help the people that have listened to it. Right now, I want to say goodbye, send 
peace to the world, health. Thank you for taking the time to listen. And until next episode of Facing Death and Living Your Life Podcast. To help us remember to keep on living and hopefully transcending.